I got fired from a job I didn't even have for violating their dress code. Here's what happened. Subscribe to Am I the Jerk on YouTube and hit the bell for notifications. This is from the 80s. I was the East Coast expert on a big mainframe company network gear. I was associated with the manufacturing plant, but I did customer site visits to help field engineering either install or more often fix installations that weren't working. On customer visits, it was suit and tie. Since I often worked in computer rooms, I never wore white shirts because of the dirt issue. My default was an up and down striped button down shirt in a pale blue or green or something like that. I flew to Boston to work with a sales droid on configuration of a system they were trying to sell to a big bank. Sales droid says minor change. First, we need to go to this mandatory sales droid meeting headed up by the regional VP of sales. Fine. I get there and it's a sea of white shirts and ties and me in my colored shirt. I sit in the fifth row and the room has about 50 to 60 people. The regional VP gets on stage, doing his best to excite the troops to go out and sell millions. Everyone's clapping and cheering and mid-sentence he sees me and stops. Hey, you, where's your white shirt? I look around and figure he may be talking to me, so I point to myself. Yeah, you in the blue shirt. All of my staff, everyone that works for me wears a white shirt. Okay, good to know. Thanks. Thanks? Get out! And don't come back until you're wearing a white shirt. You want me to go and not come back unless I'm wearing a white shirt? Yes! Get out! Now! So I get up, walk to the aisle, and go, Hey, do you know who I am? No, I don't effing know who you are, and I don't effing care. Out. Super. Then, for the rest of you, I'm Original Poster, the East Coast expert in networking product out of plant name, and I work for the director of engineering there, so I don't work for him, and it's unlikely that I'll be back since I don't own a white shirt. I left, flew home, and received frantic emails from the sales droid about his customer. The next day, I dropped into the director of engineering's office to give a trip report. He starts, So, Original Poster, you were a big hit at the sales meeting. VP of sales called to apologize and wants you to come back. Nope, not gonna happen. If he comes here wearing a colored shirt and apologizes to me, I'll consider it. He's not going to do that. Fine, I'm not traveling to that region. I'll talk to people on the phone. I can do my job just fine that way. And I walked out. I called my sales droid and said we'd work over the phone, but I'm not coming back up. The guy was not happy, but understood. A week later, reception calls that I have a guest. I go to the lobby, and there's my director and the regional VP of sales wearing a blue shirt. Best apology ever. I hope he wasn't as quick to be as much of a jerk in the future. This is probably one of my favorite stories I've gotten to read so far. I think everyone loves a good story about someone from corporate getting humbled. I really wish more of us got this opportunity. Our original poster just happened to hold all the power, and the VP was sadly unaware of this. Looks like he had to learn the hard way, but somebody had to teach him this lesson. My girlfriend thought she was stronger than me and then got all upset with me when she found out she wasn't. So this happened a few years back. When my then girlfriend and I started dating, I discovered early on that she can be quite physical, in the sense that she likes to push, hold, and even punch. Bear in mind, she's not actually trying to hurt me. She's just playful like that. I found this both adorable and fun, so I played along. And here's where I screwed up. 
If she pushed me, I would act like I had to balance myself, or if the better sofa was nearby, I would fall onto it. If she held me, I would pretend that it was difficult for me to get out of her grip. If I pushed her and she resisted, I would pretend it was hard work. Same with me trying to hold her arms and things like that. You get the idea. I always assumed she knew I was playing along and not actually physically straining myself to compete with her strength. This went on for months. One day, we were chilling on the sofa watching a show when I realized I was running late to meet some friends. I told her I need to shower and make a move. She decided this was a good time for a play fight. She sat on top of me to pin my arms under her knees. I played along and pretended to struggle to move her off me. A little more wrestling took place with me playing along like I normally do. Then, I told her I really need to get going. She wasn't done, and continued to hold and push me back onto the sofa. Eventually, I decided I needed to win this little fight and get going. So, I got her onto her back, held her hands near her head, and leant down to kiss her on the cheek a few times and let her know again I was running late. She tried to move her arms and couldn't. While struggling, she grunted out, Why are you so strong today? I laughed and looked at her like she was joking. Her eyes went wide with comprehension and she stopped struggling. You're always this strong? She asked, almost to herself. I replied, come on, babe, you didn't really think we were of equal strength, did you? I then went to take a shower, got ready, and as I was heading out the door, I noticed that she might have been a little glum. Me, being fully aware that I don't fully comprehend the mystery of female emotions, had no clue why she was upset. I did what all men do, I guessed. I gave her a kiss and said I won't be gone long and that I can pick up her favorite Chinese food on the way back. I assumed she was upset about me not spending the afternoon with her. I get no reply. I should have spent some time talking it through. I instead went on my merry way and had a great time with my friends. She spent the next few hours brewing, simmering, seething, and of course, overthinking. I came home with the Chinese, and as soon as I put it down on the dining table, she sprung out of the corner and attacked me. It genuinely surprised me, and I reacted by bear-hugging her to my chest. She struggled with more force than she normally would, and I just held her. I kept asking what was wrong. She gritted her teeth and said, You lied to me! Eventually, she stopped trying to fight me and I let her go. She then told me how she feels like I lied to her about our fights, and that really all the time I was laughing at her in my head as I pretended that she was actually winning. I tried to take the conversation seriously, but come on. How am I supposed to take this seriously? So, I may have been somewhat mocking, flirting, and generally being a jerk about the whole thing. A week later, she broke up with me. So, was I being a jerk? I remember reading someone's story on Reddit where their girlfriend was getting lippy because while he hadn't been working out, she had been aggressively strength training and had decided that she was stronger than he was. Eventually, he got tired of being called out and lifted her weight rack with all of her weights on it to make a point. And she was both flabbergasted and frustrated that for all of her training, she was nowhere near being able to do that. This one's a little awkward. I mean, yeah, that is kind of the way it goes in general. 
Our original poster didn't say anything about either of their physiques, so we don't know if they're smaller or larger than average, either one of them. If we're going off a general assumption here, then yeah, the guy is typically going to be physically stronger. And of course, in situations like this, he's going to be holding back. He's just playing around, and of course, he doesn't want to hurt you. He's never going to use his full strength. I don't think you were a jerk in this situation. I feel like you were probably just doing what any other boyfriend would have done. Unfortunately, she just seemed to have misread the situation, I guess. I just find it kind of odd that it upset her this much. I was a whistleblower at my former company and they told me I needed to delete all my files or they would pursue legal action. So I did. I had a decent job. The pay was weak, but it was easy and my team was really good with me. Then COVID happened and my manager colleagues lost sight that being a manager is a duty to serve your team and not a right to be power hungry. They'd post in chat cruel or nasty things about team members and fuel gossip. After witnessing this, I decided I wanted out and gave my manager the heads up that I was leaving and then went on my leave. I was told that no job could accommodate my needs since I was trying to swing my hours and stay working from home and that I would be lucky to find better. This didn't go down well and they slowly dissolved my department and made my team's life miserable. I took a photo of the instant messenger and sent it to a colleague to whistleblow. Despite nothing to say, the group I am was confidential. I got served with a cease, desist, and delete or legal action. Now, during COVID, I made many, many reports to make working from home a doddle. This was many Excel and Google Sheet docs that fed into each other and access to policies, all the shebang, all things that people need on the fly. They were being used on the daily many times. Okay, well, you want me to delete all documents from home and my personal accounts. Not a problem. The next day, I had people asking where the reporting had gone. I just watched it all unfold. The kicker, I found a job that gave me all I asked for and a pay increase. I'm so glad to be done with those jerks. Yeah, screw those guys. Like our original poster said, the manager is meant to be there to support the team, not trash on them. It's your job to make them successful, not to put them down. They're there working hard for you. For you to go around behind their back and just be talking all kinds of smack to the other managers, I know how I would feel as an employee if that happened. No way I would be sticking around to work for you. And I really appreciate our original poster for actually sharing what was being said about these people. And it sounds like he managed to avoid any legal consequences while also screwing them over a second time. So that's just icing on the cake. I refuse to attend my daughter's gender reveal for her lizard. I think this is literally really stupid, but she's really upset about it. I'm 48 and my daughter is 23. She has a blue tongue skink who she heavily adores. She jokingly refers to it as her daughter. I found it weird, but she says it's because it's the closest thing she'd have to a child, and she feels a strong emotional bond similar to a child. 
She's decided to remain child-free for multiple reasons, and I've been very supportive of this decision. Well, she recently took her skink to the vet for a checkup, and she was excited to find out what her skink's gender was. Afterwards, I got a text asking if I'd come to her gender reveal party she was having. She explained it was just a small get-together with cake and food for her friends she hasn't seen in a while, with the gender reveal being mostly a joke, and a way to make fun of gender reveals. Well, I didn't come. I didn't see a point. It's just a lizard, and I'm a busy person. She later called me and expressed she was kind of sad I didn't come, because it had been a while since I'd seen her, but she understood I was busy. I told her she couldn't actually expect me to come to a gender reveal for a lizard. She said that it wasn't a real gender reveal. That was more of a joke and it was really just a small gathering to catch up with everyone. I told her if that was the case, she should have just called it a gathering because I'm not coming to a gender reveal unless it's for a real granddaughter. She got quiet for a minute and then turned my words around, claiming I wasn't supportive of her decision to be child-free. I told her she can't possibly expect me to treat a lizard as a granddaughter. She told me she didn't expect me to, but it was clear I didn't respect her bond with her lizard and her decision, and that she just wanted to see me, and my reason for not coming was hurtful. I told her she was being ridiculous over a lizard. She claimed it wasn't over the lizard, and it was a gathering, and not even centered around the lizard. But I stick by what I said. It's ridiculous to have a gender reveal for a lizard. She hung up and I got a message from her best friend about how I'm a jerk for treating her that way. But I don't think I'm a jerk for not wanting to go to a party for a lizard. My issue is that she said the party was a gender reveal. If she had just called it a party, I would have come. But calling it a gender reveal makes it sound like it's for the lizard. And I'm not going to that even if it's a joke. Even though I don't agree with my daughter for being child-free, I have been supportive and only shown mild frustration. The reason she decided to be child-free is she claims she's asexual. She just doesn't want one. She has emotional baggage and feels unable to care for a real child. She fears pregnancy and she has a carrier gene like me and doesn't want to go through what I did. I had four miscarriages and a highly defect child that died after three months due to the gene. Yes, there has been slight tension between us because I think she just hasn't found the right man. She never dated growing up. And her other fears are unnecessarily exaggerated. But it's ultimately her decision, and I don't resent her. We haven't seen each other in three months. I'm a single mother, and we've always been close, which is why she invited me with her friends. I just didn't want to go to a party with a lizard. And if it wasn't for the lizard, she should have called it a party instead of a gender reveal. I don't know. Am I being the jerk here? Yes. Yes, you are. Despite the fact that your daughter has tried to make it very clear to you why she wanted you there, you seem to be completely missing the point. She said in your initial conversation when she invited you to the party that it was a joke. It wasn't a real gender reveal and it was just a gathering. You're the one that's adding this massive label of the gender reveal of the lizard. She just thought it would be funny. At the end of the day, she just wanted to see you and wanted to spend time with you. That little stab about a real granddaughter was completely uncalled for. 
You say you're supportive, but also say you've shown mild frustration, which I get, your feelings are valid, but I completely understand why your daughter would not want to try and go through a pregnancy after all the issues you had. I feel like you've just completely missed everything your daughter was trying to say to you, and that you're not understanding a lot of her feelings. Maybe you need to sit down and talk. Because I don't think even you understand exactly where your stance is on her not wanting to have a child. I'm sorry, but yes, you were being the jerk here. I wanted to tell you about a new podcast I thought you would like called The Reslayer's Take. It's a brand new all-ages actual play from Critical Role that follows a new group of adventurers within Exandria. After six misfit mercenaries are rejected from the elite monster hunting group The Slayer's Take, they band together and battle supernatural creatures across the rugged continent of Isilra. It has fresh adventures for a longtime critter or is a perfect first dip into the world of Critical Role. Check out the first episode if you like what you hear and make sure you follow The Reslayer's Take wherever you get your podcast. Podcasts. I confronted my sister at her wedding reception when she told me her wedding was child-free and it actually wasn't. I'm a 46-year-old male. My sister Tracy is 29. We aren't close, but we have a good relationship, at least before all of this happened. Tracy got married recently, and she told me the wedding was child-free. I have a daughter, Ella, who's 12, and asked Tracy if she could come, but she said sorry she and her partner were sticking to the rules. I managed to arrange for Ella to stay at a friend's house for a couple of days since the wedding was in a different city. So I went to the wedding and I saw quite a few older children, including my other siblings' kids. I know this sounds like I should have known from before from my other siblings, but I never thought to ask them, oh, are your kids going? I did ask my brother at the wedding and he said he was told the child-free limit was only for really young kids, the disruptive ages. It was obvious Tracy lied to me about not bringing Ella. We went through the ceremony and towards the end of the reception, I pulled Tracy aside and said I realized she'd completely lied to me and there were plenty of other kids. She looked pretty uncomfortable and said it wasn't a big deal, but I replied that I deserve an apology and so does Ella at some point. Tracy got mad and said I was ambushing her at her own wedding and it's her and her partner's choice what they do. We ended the conversation there and went off to talk to other people. She sent me a text later saying that I was being selfish and that I'm the one that should be apologizing to her and her husband for making a big deal out of this. I'll admit, I sent a not-so-nice text back about her caring more about aesthetics than people. Now it's sort of blown up within our family. Was I the jerk? What I don't understand is why your kid specifically was singled out. I mean, I don't know exactly what the cut age off was in their minds that they consider to be the disruptive ages, but I would think that 12 is okay. Like, you're pretty well behaved at 12. You have a good head on your shoulders. I wouldn't really call a 12-year-old disruptive. So, yeah, I don't know if this is a personal thing, but it just doesn't really make sense to me. What I will say is this conversation could have waited for another day. It didn't have to happen at the reception. I totally understand being upset and wanting some answers as to why your daughter was left out. But just for that day, just let it go. Maybe message her in a couple of days and talk about it then. But I just don't think that that was the right time. I refuse to hang out with my autistic brother. So I have a twin brother who's severely autistic. 
He isn't exactly low functioning, but he's close. We both are about to finish our junior year of high school, and honestly, I view him as a burden to my social life. Growing up, our parents made sure we spent a lot of time together. They would insist that I play with him. He always made it hard for me to make friends because he was always acting so clingy to me and utterly embarrassing. With online classes from COVID, I felt happy because I didn't always have Zach hovering over me at times. Ever since we went back to school in person, I was reminded of how much I hated the way he affected how other people treat me. Whenever my friends wanted to hang out, my mom would demand I brought him along with me. They'd just stop inviting me to stuff. Today, I wanted to hang out with a girl I like after school and told Zach to walk home. He started screaming and called my mom, and she told me I had to either let Zach hang out with us or I'd have to go home. So I decided to just go home. On the way home, I started screaming at Zach, telling him he wasn't normal and he's ruining my life. I said that we're done talking when we aren't at home. He started crying and just sat on the sidewalk having a meltdown. Our mom had to come get him and I've been arguing with her saying that I'm done with Zach and I'm almost an adult. I'm not wrong here, right? Am I being a jerk? Oh, there's so much to unpack on this one. Okay, let's start off with, yes, you are being a jerk. Your brother probably loves you more than anything in this world. He's confused and scared, and he sees you as a source of comfort. And this is how you're treating him in response. That's not fair at all. You have to understand, like you said, he's not a normal person. He doesn't understand what he's doing. He doesn't understand the conventions of social life. All he knows is that he wants to be around his brother. Now, with all that said, you say you're in your junior year of high school. So you're, what, 17? I understand how important a social life seems to you at that age. But let me tell you something. 95% of these people that you're spending your time with in high school are not going to be around once you graduate. You are going to have those few select friends that you really continue to spend time with. And then even those are going to start to trickle away. Life happens and they're not going to be around anymore. Your brother is always going to be there. He's always going to care about you. While I understand where your feelings are coming from, being an adult means understanding that just because you're feeling something doesn't make it right. You need to be able to have a wider perspective of things and see things from other people's point of view. Right now, you are being a selfish jerk. Hands down, no questions asked. I really hope that you can find it in you to understand your relationship with your brother a little better. And at the same time, maybe mom can step in and occupy your brother a little more to let you have more of a social life. Because yes, there is a need for that. But do not trash your autistic brother for it. That is a jerk move. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. Put the playlist on in the background to finish listening to all the stories, linked at the top of the description. And if you like Am I the Jerk, give Am I the Genius a shot, linked in the description as well. Either way, thanks a lot for watching, and we'll see you guys next time.